What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason Leclerc. Let's check out what's going around the world. Check out some uh, headlines from different parts of the world. There's newspapers I talked about. We'll start off with the Moscow Times, independent news from Russia. I think they're broadcasting out from one of the neighbors, neighboring uh, states. Anyway, so Russia is doing a partial normalization, which means they're calling up reservists. Well, Russia said they're calling up reservists. Um, around 300,000 could be called up into service. They're only bringing ones in that have experience uh, in, in the situation that they're in. So they're calling them up. And then on the back end, Putin's like, hey, you know, if you guys keep doing this, I'm going to, you know, hey, I, I got nukes. I could use nukes, which I think is more of a threat than anything, uh, more of an empty threat because – he could say he could tell his buddies to launch nukes, but I don't think they would launch it. They don't want you know mutual destruction over everything. Um, but yeah, they're getting whooped pretty bad. Uh, I don't think they expected this. They lost a lot of territory that they have gained in the war. Um, what's crazy is Putin. Putin said he's going to annex parts of Russia that already have uh, you know parts of sorry Ukraine that Russia has taken over. So annex them. So there's Sham's Sham, uh, you know, voting going on, saying, "Yeah, we'd love to be part of Russia." I'm, well, I think in Crimea, in Crimea, and you know, parts of the Donbass, they probably would say yes. But I think, like in the the south, I'd say south, you know, south central part of it, the part that they lost, um, you know, Mariupol area. Obviously, they wouldn't they wouldn't take it back, but uh, they're pushing pretty hard. Russia feels the pressure. They ha they know that their eastern I think their eastern line there is going to collapse even more. I think there's a river over there that's stopping them from pushing over a little harder. Same thing as uh, them pushing into Kurzon, that that big uh, river there, the the water, the natural defense barrier, so to say. But they are hitting the lines pretty hard. They're pushing pushing hard into uh russian territory obviously kurt kurzan is a huge target for them and uh that's the update of, from what i understand it on the war obviously there's a lot of explosions back and forth a lot of killing which is sad but calling up extra three hundred thousand soldiers uh you know works on for them to bolster up their defenses that they got but don't think that the Ukrainians don't have enough people. I think at one point they had so many people um, going into the military that they didn't have enough enough trainers to train them to get in. They get plenty. They're getting plenty of weapons from West, and the West is pouring it in. The West is supporting Ukraine more as they're damaging Russia and making them weaker and weaker and weaker. And uh, all at the same time, India. And China is kind of giving them a warning to like chill out. So Putin feels the pressure to end it soon. He doesn't want to lose the ground that he's already lost. He doesn't want to lose any more of that one. So I'm pretty sure he's trying to want to end it soon. But the thing is, Ukraine has no interest in that. They want their land back that's been taken from them. Okay. Let's do news out of Iraq. So let's see here. So Iraqi Prime Minister arrives in New York to attend a UN General Assembly meetings. Um, let's see what else here. Bazar completes 95% of Alamana Olympic Stadium to host 25th Arabian Gulf Cup. Wow, that is a beautiful stadium. 
Iraqi, Jordanian, French foreign ministers discuss Baghdad conference. The Tigris River is drying up. Interesting. Let's see what else. Six reported killed as Iran protests. Well, Iran protests spread over. What is that? Let me see if I can get into that one. Six reported killed as Iran protests spread over woman's death. Protests spread across Iran over the death of Masha Amini after a young woman arrested by the morality police. As a rights group said Wednesday, the two more protesters were killed overnight, raising the toll to six. Public angered flare since Iranian authorities on Friday announced the death of a 22-year-old Amini who has been held for allegedly wearing a hijab headscarf in an improper way. Activists said the woman, whose Kurdish name was Gina, has suffered a fatal blow to the head, claimed denied by officials of the Islamic Republic who said they launched an investigation. Some women demonstrators have defiantly taken off their hijabs and burned them in bonfires of Zimbabwe cut their hair. Video footage spread virally over social media on its own. State media reported Wednesday that in a fifth night of street rallies that had spread to 15 cities, police used tear gas and made arrests to disperse the crowd up to 1,000 people. Uh, let's see, news out of Saudi Arabia. Oh, geez. So expat, expatriate, that's ex, uh, jailed for five years over transporting illegals into Saudi Arabia. The accused has agreed a criminal, well, agreed with criminal gang to smuggle a group of people from a neighboring country into the kingdom for $4,000. Public prosecution of office filed an objection calling for a tougher penalty for the convict. Let's see here. An Arab national was sentenced to five years in jail for transporting illegals to Saudi Arabia. The accused smuggled with a cross-border criminal gang exchange for $4,000. Authorities warned the public against involvement in human trafficking, noting that the kingdom has facilitated different types of entry visas. Wow. it's craziness. Uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Aramco awards $40 million steel pipes contract to homegrown producer. Al-Huf region sees $51.5 million investment contracts for varied schemes. Israeli prime minister meets Turkish president for the first time in 14 years. Boy, that's pretty big. UK eases pressure on business by ha- by having energy bills this winter. All right, let's get news out of Pyongyang time, which is never as interesting. Probably pretty lame, but let's see. Kim, This is headlines. This is a national newspaper. Kim Jong-un sends wreath to the late friendly party leader. The respected comrade Kim Jong-un sent a wreath to bear to the late Pak Yong-il, vice chairman of the Standing Committee of the Southern People's Assembly. That is the biggest news out of the day. Um, let's see here. Act harmful to regional peace and security. These days, Japan is scheming to drastically increase military expenditure in 2023, pretext of coping with threat by neighboring countries. Missile launch exercise takes place in Russia. Recently, Russia specifically conducted a cruise missile launch exercise in Arctic waters. The nuclear-powered submarines participated in a comprehensive Arctic expedition-fired cruise missiles to targets on the sea. Let's see. Kim Jong-un receives a reply message from Vietnamese leader. Kim Jong-un, General Secretary, Workers' Party, Korea. Uh, expressed heartfelt gratitude to the for sending a congratulatory message on the occasion of the 77th anniversary of their country. Oof. All right. And let's run it down here. We'll just do some headlines off of this one's off of ABC News. So, ex cop to be sentenced for aiding in Floyd's death. Forney, a, a former Minnesota police officer 
pleaded guilty to a state charge of aiding and abetting manslaughter and killing Joseph Floyd is scheduled to sentence Wednesday. Thomas Lane already serving two and a half years federal sentence for violating his rights, Floyd's rights. See, Lane will get a state sentence that coincides with his federal time. So time's time already served. Anyways, all right. Toddler, oh, geez. Trial of corruption case against sheriff to begin out from out of where? Longtime San Francisco Bay Area sheriff heads to trial on public corruption allegations involving her office and granting a concealed carry permit at a costly jail mismanagement. What? The unusual case against Santa Clara County Sheriff Lori Smith is a civil process to seek removal of an elected official, but is similar to a criminal case with prosecutors from different jurisdictions to avoid conflict of interest. Trial follows an investigation allegation that Smith office traded concealed weapons permits for donations to a re-election campaign. <laughs> what a turd. <laughs> uh, all right. Eight people injured in a building explosion where? Oh, Chicago. Jeez. Um, oil, Ohio oil refinery. Fire injured two people. Plant shut down. Felony indictees can't be barred from buying guns. Oh, that's great news. Jeez. Uh, bat, these are This is actually good news. Veteran suicide rate down as lowest in years. Jackson residents sue over water crisis. Let's see. Jackson, Mississippi continues effort continues efforts to recover from city's water crisis. Summer filed a class action lawsuit against former and current city officials, as well as infrastructure engineering companies, for alleged role in neglecting, worsening a foreseeable public health crisis. And uh, feds food scheme stole two hundred fifty million dollars from food program. Oh, United States authorities charged forty eight people in Minnesota with conspiracy and other counts, and what they said Tuesday was the largest pandemic related fraud scheme. Good burn, punks. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason Clair. Take care. I hope everybody's doing well. Bye.